0: Coaches, entrepreneurs, high performers, and all those who are striving to make a positive impact on your community. Welcome to LB. I'm your coach, Colin Mason, and my mission is to help you feel more in control. Expect to see massive growth in your mindset. Expect to see a difference in your energy levels and expect to discover how to create and maintain positive momentum. This podcast is designed to deliver action-packed strategies to help you systematically produce results that align with your ultimate vision. I can't wait to get started. Let's go. What is going on? Welcome back to Elevate. This is your host Colin Mason. Episode 162 today is a gold mine of deep questions that Marius and I get into. It is it was one of a really challenging episodes for me actually because he he kept asking me questions that made me think deeper and deeper and deeper and stop thinking on such a surface level, this personal development thing is uncomfortable. This whole experience of becoming a better version of ourselves and improving is really uncomfortable. And and we recorded this about a month and a half ago, and I'm just releasing it now. And when I went back to re-listen to it and to add this little piece, this introduction, as I was listening to it, I was uncovering how uncomfortable and I was reliving how uncomfortable I was feeling because I didn't have all the answers. And I think it's really important before we get diving into this episode, it's really important that we understand that we are not going to have all the answers, especially when it comes to self-awareness and vision, creating something that's not there and learning things about ourselves that we didn't know before. And so, um, it's okay not to have the answers. It's okay not to be perfect. And uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Marius is an incredible guy, really brilliant, really, really smart guy. And he challenges me a lot as we go through it. And it's ama- it was amazing. One of my favorite episodes that I've recorded and listened to because of how uncomfortable I was at times. Um, so with that being said, let's let's start it. Let's get it going. I hope you enjoy. Check out Marius. Follow him on Instagram and check out his website, HiMarius.com. I will talk to you at the end of the episode. Marius, I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm, I'm actually kind of blown away by how incredible the energy between us is and also the fact that you're in Europe and I'm in the United States and we can do this almost instantly. It is, it is absolutely incredible the way technology is rocking and rolling nowadays. Um, and so I'm just, I'm super excited. And it's really cool to hear about kind of our cultural differences, but how connected we are and grounded in this thing called personal development. So I'm just super excited that
1: you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Colin. And uh, I agree, that's, uh, that's always an interesting topic to bring out cultural differences, but uh, personal development is uh, universal, I think. I agree. I agree. And I think we
0: can we're going to go in a bunch of different directions today because it is it's just it's fascinating how much we think we know about this kind of space and then realize how little we know. Like we've talked now for 15 minutes and I'm like, "Wow, I have a lot to learn just about myself. Self-awareness is such a thing that's ongoing at all times." And I think, you know, you brought up some things that I'm like, "Wow, I have to dive deeper into that." And we talked briefly just about how painful some of these things can be the deeper we go the more um the more it just it gets tough to talk about and to really dive into so i'm just i'm just super excited um tell us a little bit about yourself marius and what
1: you're so passionate about right now well um, it's it's always a uh, I'm practicing the answer for that so uh, this is another another run so thank you for that uh, well I'm originally from Romania I'm uh, gonna turn uh, 32 this year and uh, I started my journey as a corporate lawyer uh, I thought that was uh, going to be the dream and it's going to make it uh, work for me and I did that for uh, I would say about 10 years uh, counting education years as well uh, and and You know, just working in big law firms and working in London, in Dubai, moving out of Romania was was uh, something that I always wanted, in a sense, to have that international experience. Um, And then that lasted up into 2016. And in 2017, uh, since my personal development journey took me to a place where I was starting to ask too many questions and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't happy where where with the vision that my future uh, was, um, you know, showing up to be. I quit and I started an online tourism business called Romanian Friend. Uh, I was just promoting uh, travels to inside Romania, um, authentic, sustainable, local, responsible tourism to people who were planning it out on their own. You know, so a uh, more fresh approach, more young, more uh, adapted to Internet times. So I did that for... Um, I would say, three, uh, four intense years until uh, COVID uh, last year smashed uh, tourism and everything that came up with that. And so uh, last year, I realized I had, um, let's say, uh, uh, enough to start helping other people um, from my own experience and from my own per- personal studies and passions. And then I started my coaching business last year. That's
0: awesome. Do you think that like what, when, do, when did you start diving into personal development or when did you start mm-hmm. getting exposed to it? Because we talked about cultural differences and how normal it is, I guess is the right word to t- use for that is, is personal development and, and mindfulness and stuff like that in the United States, but not so much in Europe. So like, when did you start learning about that?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a great question because um, I can remember clearly the moment in my case, it was uh, February 2014 when uh, let's say my uh, work hard, play harder lifestyle that uh, the lawyer life uh, put me in uh, caught up with me and I just call it a slap in the face from uh, karma. I wouldn't call it otherwise. And in that month uh, I had um, um, health issues. I, ha- I, uh, I crashed my car. I made a career uh, switch to a, different company, uh, to a different law firm that didn't end up well. My romantic side was uh, non-existent because I was just uh, immature. So uh, in, that, in that month, I was just uh, Googling like how to be better, how to be happier, <laughs> you know, like the, the usual uh, stupid yep. questions that uh, open up a lot of other questions. And uh, that's how I dive. I started diving into this space. So actually, I started with mindfulness. I started with understanding happiness, right? Like self-actualization and all those things with Maslow's pyramid. And uh, I just saw that pyramid. I remember the first time seeing it and I was like, okay, so so now what, uh, how do I do? So do I get the food first and then the, mm-hmm. the purpose and life goals and how do you define your vision? So I was, uh, I would say 24 or 23, 20, like so, something around that, you know? Um, and since then, I just dived deeper and deeper. And having a lawyer's mind, I just went down the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole. I just asked more questions. Why? Who? How? Give me the practical stuff. And I was super skeptical. I was really, really super skeptical because I was in my ego mind. you know. So that was, a, that was a huge block. But that's how I came into contact with it. And since then, I've, let's say, always been on, on this, this uh, journey. I love that, and I kind of want to dive into the skepticism because you mentioned that
0: a little bit um, before we started recording. Because it is it is fascinating. Because I think I've I've never now that I'm thinking about it, like I really don't think that I've been skeptical of it. There is some things in this space where I'm like, oh, like come on, like that's not that's not the best way, or like that's not um, I don't know. So I, I think I do have a little bit of skepticism. But I mean, we we're talking about the cultural differences and stuff um, and how you know, in Europe, there might just be more skepticism, skepticism when it comes to this kind of personal development space and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's probably someone listening to this podcast that hears some of the things that I'm talking about, about my experience or things that I'm going through. And they're like, eh, maybe they're a little skeptical, skeptical mm-hmm. of things that I'm talking about, or, or things that they're coming across. And so let's, let's dive into that, because I think it's interesting. How did you um, like overcome it, I guess, or or how did you? Yeah,
1: let's just talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I think having um, um, a healthy dose of skepticism is absolutely normal with everything, right? But when it comes to personal development, this skepticism, I just tested it out. I was just trying to understand. And this is where a lot of people stop because there are a lot of books. Some of them are good. Some of them are average. Some of them are amazing. Some of them are crap. They're just remixing old ideas in a stupid way. But the point is, have you tried practicing it? Have you tried applying it? Did you actually take something away from it as opposed to, huh, this was interesting. It's like seeing a documentary or seeing a movie about, you know, being kind to others without doing anything after. So this skepticism for me was more like, okay, um, now I have this information. How effective is it? How is it going to change my life? How am I going to use it in practice? It's not. I'm, I was hating it, actually, because it was only complicating things more. But then as I started to understand more, it became easier to, you know, uh, see how the pieces fit together. But this is just a, a, a long way of saying that since 2014, I was just reading and studying and doing courses and participating at events or you know, talking to people, I was slowly starting to make changes in my life that lasted and took me years. Don't imagine that, you know, like in in June 2015, I was like, yeah, sure. I'm like this, uh, highly awoke person no (laughs) no way on the contrary you will go through the stages you know you feel like man i'm arrogant i'm superior Mm -hmm. because i know more of this stuff than my usual people and all that stuff so i went through all those phases because first your ego increases then you go crashing then you come out of it and so it's there's a lot of it but it's a journey so my point my final point is this no matter how skeptical you are i was the most skeptical of them and I went through it and came out on the other end, and I still am. I still am. I love that, and I do, I love the the point of like
0: the, having the healthy dose of mm-hmm. skepticism is always good. I just I do I do love that, and um I agree. What what did you test? So I love practicality. I like. Mm-hmm. Okay, like we're talking good theories. Like you're reading these books. I was like, okay, like the, and yeah. and for me, when I first started, I would read the book and be like, awesome. I read the book. Like great. Next book. Let's move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. And so and so, I love practicality. So where did you start? <clears throat> like you mentioned testing, and then you started. Like where did you where did you start? Let's say someone's on their on their journey. They're just starting, and they're like, man, like, Colin's posting all these books. What are these things? Let me let me start. Um, where
1: where did you start? So that's a great question, because uh, in this space, there's the self-development junkie and uh, it's like a never ending hole and the loop that you get into more and do this and then practice this and then the habits and then the uh, morning routine. And, you know, like just do more and more and more. And this is this is what I said earlier. People just read, consume. And just try to figure it out to understand, you know, whether it's in a therapeutical process, in coaching, and in, in, with my clients, I see it all the time. People want to know the answer as if you need to intellectually understand it, but they stop there even when they get it. So I often ask my clients, what if I would give you the answer to your biggest question right now? What would you do with it? What would be your next step? Well, um, so... How I did all of this was just putting it into action. And I started with the small things, you know, so I mentioned mindfulness, for example. I started practicing, you know, three minutes a day, having a glass of water, going to sleep earlier, maybe just trying it out. It wasn't easy. I'm not saying, you know, go to a military style uh, regimen, just see if it works for you. Stop using so much social media, stop reading the news so much, stop gossiping. Stop talking about other people's lives, you know, just tweak some of those changes. Mindfulness and self-awareness was the place to start for me because that's how I noticed all these patterns, all these actions that I kept doing like on an autopilot because I considered them normal, you know? So coming from Romania, the typical Romanian diet is mashed potatoes with a piece of meat and maybe some salad and then a beer on top. So a lot of animal based, heavy fat, products. And I didn't even realize how much it slowed me down until mm. I started experimenting and switching. And obviously I would say, come on, you want me to eat a salad, bring me where's, where's the food, you know, mm-hmm. and my body can take it. I'm, I'm super grateful and happy and lucky for that. But now when I eat the mashed potatoes and the meat, I'm like, man, I, I cannot, I, I'm going to die inside. So just make those small experiments, those small tweaks that that's how how i got started and then i went down the rabbit hole with like more okay how can i build on this what else is possible for me because i build faith i build some consistency i build some oh cool so i can do that what else can i do that's how you move from from this theory to action yeah i love that my mentor
0: one of his things that he always says is wisdom is no knowledge is knowing Wisdom mm. is doing, and it's like Absolutely. action. It's the action, it's the action. Um, but what is
1: wisdom for you? What is for wisdom me? for you? Yeah, how do, would you define wisdom?
0: That's a great question. In this circumstance, wisdom is like, that's a great question, Marius. Like true, Like true alignment, maybe. Like really, like really feeling it. Like really, that's a great question, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I put you yeah, on the spot. Man. you did. This is, this, these and, are some of the so questions good, that uh, you never, you never know until you get hit and start reflecting on them.
0: And and I, it's a great point actually because I just felt super uncomfortable right there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's uncomfortable. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. And so it's like me, like me, a couple years ago would actually probably be like upset with myself and be like oh man you didn't you didn't you don't know that answer yeah like how you know but really i me now i'm like oh my goodness that's something i can dive into like what is that like he says that all the time wisdom is doing but what is wisdom like what what does that mean and now i'm you know i'm probably probably journal on it i'll probably meditate on it a little mm-hmm, bit later and and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and i'll think about it and it's gonna be cool because I'll, I'll send you a message i'll send you a voice message in a couple of days and be like hey I started really thinking about you know that the wisdom thing and whatever you know and i just think that's yeah yeah yeah, that's when you know you're you're making changes in your life is when you don't you can get asked an uncomfortable question that you don't have the answer to and and be excited to search for not the answer but to search for that meaning
1: right that's interesting man that's so fun that's it that's it and that's putting it on the spot because people talk about goals and life vision, and I want something, but I don't know what. Okay, come back to me when you know what you want. All
0: right.
1: Because what we're doing, you know, you see all those motivational quotes like, uh, uh, "What you're not choosing, you're accepting." Okay, but what is it that you're choosing, and what is it that you're accepting? You know, like start from somewhere. If you don't know where you're going, you will never get there. Cool. Right. Like, but where are you going? Right. <laughs> Go deeper. So, uh, and I love that quote, uh, you know, like uh, wisdom is uh, doing because wisdom for me is just experience. Experience comes from action, action comes from just doing it, right? Past actions. So that's how I see it. Wow.
0: And we uncomfortable, Mm. it can be uncomfortable Mm. to search for these answers internally, right? The more. I mean, we, we you know, you talked about that kind of the, the junkie that's always surf, surface mm-hmm. level, you know, reading all the stuff, going to all the seminars, watching all the, you know, listening yeah. to all the podcasts. Now, all those things are great, right? They're all great, but it's what you do with it, right? It's the application. It's the deep going deeper, maybe internally, but it's uncomfortable.
1: That's right. That's the beautiful word. Un- being uncomfortable is something that, uh, you know, I, I was always... Like like most people, you know, we prefer the comfort zone. We f- prefer the familiar because our brain just wants the default and we want the, pe- the path of least resistance. It's just how our biology is wired. And whether that means, you know, going for the same food, going with the same friends, watching the same pieces of news, dressing up the same way, it's still the comfort zone. So when you break past that, obviously it feels uncomfortable. Like I, right now, for example, I'm doing uh, Instagram videos and you've seen some of them last year. Before I started, you know, putting in my mind that I'm gonna be a coach, I never ever thought I, I wasn't even using Instagram because I cut it out from for more than four or five years because it was just wasting my time and I didn't get any value out of it. It was just fake status crap. And for me to to take a, a phone and you know, like put it like this and just record myself and talk freely, that was for me like, yo, this, this is not real. This is surreal. And my friends all see, know this about me because I was always saying, but going through that uncomfortable path is what allows you to grow and to become completely different. Obviously, the key for that is action. Because otherwise, you're just going to be I, yeah, everyone's giving me advice. I know what I should be doing. I know this information, but you're not freaking doing anything with it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. with the I
0: I felt it too, when I started like talking, Mm because I don't like the sound of my voice. Actually, it's hilarious, because I don't like the sound of my voice. So when I re listen to the podcast, you know, just to make Mm -hmm. sure everything sounds good. It's hilarious, because I'm like, Oh, man, like, this is so cringy, sometimes like my voice, um, or the way I talk, and you know, just just all that stuff. And someone's like, but you don't you have a podcast? I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I do. Actually, that's, that's hilarious. But I do think that I started the podcast um, a year, over a year, almost a year and a half ago, because I, I wanted to kind of break through that. Like I, when I, when we talk about vision and stuff, I'm like, I want to be on a stage. Like I want to impact people with my message and my voice with talking about my experience, kind of like what, what you're doing. Right. And it's like, I had to kind of face that initial uncomfortableness. Like if I were to go back and listen to the first couple episodes, I'd be like, Oh
1: my goodness. Like I was so bad. Right. But But that's the growth part, because if you want to get up to that stage, and if you want to have an impact, you have to go through the shitty times. You have to go through the fails, to, through the fuck-ups, through the, man, my voice is this. Maybe you need a voice trainer. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe it's just your ego that is just, you know, wants to protect itself. Or maybe you have low self-esteem. Or maybe you're learning. Man, it doesn't matter. Just go through it. Right. That the, the Being uncomfortable is, is such a great place to learn. Like, uh, I'm doing some martial arts, Sistema, the Russian Spetsnaz. Uh, So the Russians have this this style of how can I put you to the ground with the least amount of effort possible? And to do that, we as we while we train, we get punched even in the liver, Mm. even in our kidneys, because we need to feel that pain. And man, it's uncomfortable as hell. But once you get punched several times and you go through it, you start Mm. being like, man, I'm not as weak anymore. Of course, the fear is still there, but you become stronger. And this is instant effect. Not I'm going to grow a business and I'm going to end up stronger five years later. No, 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 It's like you doing 75 hard, you know, like you see that effect instantly.
0: Right. Now, do you think that's, that's great. I love, I love, I love hearing that. Um, do you think that, that being uncomfortable has to be big risks, not even risks, mm-hmm. but big, you know, <laughs> big, big things, or do you think it can be kind of more micro daily things? That's, uh, From your, your experience? Uh,
1: that's an amazing question. Because a lot of people uh, uh, are be um, confused about you know, how comfortable they are or how uncomfortable they need to be. And what I always say is just make the smallest choice possible, but make a list with me. Like we, we make a list together of things that they could do different people they would call, uh, friends they would uh, say no. Stop. I don't want to completely start wherever you feel comfortable, but just do something because if you, if you start with the small things, of course you can go for the big things as well. I have someone who made some big decisions in his life and that's his style, you know, because he, he had that built in into him because he stayed in the comfort zone for too long and he wanted to take a leap of faith, but it's, there's no universal recipe. The, the, The universal truth that I found is once again, our brain is made for the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. If that means choosing a different smoothie or waking up earlier or not eating in the evening, that's fine. That will still make it uncomfortable. Any habit, any breaking of a habit, even if I hide your phone for one day, (laughs) it will make you uncomfortable as hell. That's the biggest one absolutely so really there's no point for this question the question the point is are you doing anything that's going to make you uncomfortable and then you build discipline then you build resistance that's the beauty wow i'm i'm, I'm
0: reflecting on my 75 hard journey which i completed mm-hmm. pretty recently and there was countless times during those 75 days where i was like oh I'm feeling mm-hmm. some resistance like i'm feeling mm-hmm. some this is this is uncomfortable um like, I remember one day I finished up work, it was like 830. And it was snowing. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, my God, I really don't want to <laughs> just do this right now. I'm like I was tired. I was cold. I was cold. Like I was cold already. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there yeah. Is, I do not want to get out and go for that walk in the yeah. 45 minute, you know, and so but I did it. And I think what we're talking about is that action piece, because I was like, I'm going to do this. Like I told myself when I woke up this morning, that I would follow through on the small promises. I had five promises I needed to make to myself that day, and that was my fifth one. I'm like, I've done all four. Like I can do this. Like how hard, you know? Like this is—it's uncomfortable. I'm feeling this resistance, but mm-hmm. I when I pushed through it and I completed it. When I took the when I took off the jacket when I got in, I was like, let's go. I was like, Absolutely. that was that was awesome, and I was so, proud of myself.
1: So yeah. so so when you finished the challenge. And when you look at it now, one day in those 75, did it matter? What do you mean? Being uncomfortable in one day, but having that beauty of completing a 75 consecutive day challenge. Mm. did, Did that decision matter to just push through? Did it matter? Yeah. Yes. For me,
0: it did. Is that what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For mm-hmm. me, it was, it was a like a turning point because when I, when I pushed through I forget what day it was probably like 26, 27. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was early. And when I, when I finished that, that day, I was so like proud of myself that like, wow, like this is the first time I've really felt that not that I wanted to quit at all, but just like mm-hmm. that, I do not want to do this. Like this will be uncomfortable. Like I'm tired. I'm cold. Like I just don't want to do this. Um, and yeah, I I do really do think that it mattered. I think each day I kind of built up. Mm-hmm. I I just built just I don't know. I like I always talk about like following through on the little promises I make to myself and how it builds the trust and respect for myself because mm-hmm. I notice when I when I promise myself I'm going to do something and I don't follow through, I just lose that. It's integrity. It's an integrity you know, and it chips Beautiful. away, right? And so I think, um, you know, I wanted I want to. Resp- respect and really trust myself and believe in myself mm-hmm. and I and I and it's it wasn't a huge thing i didn't have to take a massive massive risk no. and a massive leap to be able to do it it was just small daily things that i'm like you know what This is uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it. I'm I'm uncomfortable but I'm going to do it. And I do think it matters. I'm going to stick with my answer. I really do think that that day mattered because on day 28, day 29, I'm like, this is nothing. Like I can, this is, it's sunny out today. It was snowing like last night. It was raining the other day. Like, you know, and so I don't know. I'm going to stick with my answer. I say it did matter. Of course it did. I just wanted you to search (laughs) for how much did it matter? Right. Right. And I never would have came to that answer if you didn't ask me that question. Like well, I never would have really made that connection.
1: You would have, unless you, when mm. you reflected on your journey, maybe on 75 hard, you remember that particular day, but right. you know, when it's easy, when the going is easy, we don't think about things, right? We take it for granted when the 75 hard is easy in the beginning, cause it's sunny and nice outside and we're excited. It's fine. But when it's hard when it's snowy, when it's cold as hell, and that's when you're you, you are uncomfortable, when you don't want to wake up, when you don't want to be man, who's going to know? What if I can just skip one day? That's when the second part of your beautiful answer comes in because it's the little promises that you keep to yourself. You build that word for yourself. Like keep that. that, I wouldn't call it even discipline. It's like self-respect. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we beat ourselves up so many times because a lot of people have this, you know, um, poor relationships with ourselves and we are our hardest critics. We really, really are. And we beat ourselves up for so much, whether we're not keeping to our habits or whatever, but just build that promise just a little bit, stick it up. And then you'll feel stronger. You'll feel more empowered. And as you said, beautifully said, man, this is easy. I can do this. I've been through that. I can yeah. do anything. Right. So, so that's it. But just mark those moments we just tend to go through them and forget right
0: i i this is i don't even know why this just popped in my head but i, I i'm going to connect it so so stick with me here but i have a i have a sweet tooth for sure right i love i love sweet things and so to cut out those things for two and a half months was was hard for me mm-hmm. that was uncomfortable <laughs> i would say that was more uncomfortable by far than going outside and like doing those things you know like i like, I'm like, man, I'm, oh, I want a chocolate bar or something, you know, I just want that something. But I and, and I and I stuck with it. I, I finished, you know, I stuck to my nutrition plan and everything. But yeah, I, that, I don't know why that popped in my head. I'm like, man, that was the most That's the hardest part,
1: thing that you had right? to do. it was So
0: ingrained, right? It was so programmed into me,
1: right? Of course. And it was your right. default. And that right. was something that you took for granted unless until someone took it off. But if you would have been put, you know, like, let's say in on an island, with no nothing uh, uh, for, sugar, for your sweet tooth, then you would have just accepted it as your default. You know, cause mm-hmm. there's nothing I can get. But then when I go back home, I'm gonna eat, smash all the chocolate bars. But you making a conscious willingness decision to, no, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna break that default. I'm gonna break that pattern. That's the hard part. Cause then you come in resistance with yourself. And that's where again, the neurological training and patterns in our brain come into place. Love it. So let's say let's say
0: someone listening right now, including mm-hmm. myself, right, is like, "All right, guys, like, I get it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I like because we're, we're talking, well, we're just talking practical stuff, but it's still theory. Like, if you're listening to this, it's like, okay, this is like yep. good in theory, right? Where do yep. I start? Like, where? Like, okay, guys, like this, I want to get to what you're talking about. Like, I want to feel
1: the things that you're talking about. Like, where do I even begin? Do you have any? So I I think that's that's always great, and uh, I. I'm also like I always wanted the practical part like okay theory is nice but tell me tell me exactly how to do it you know and I think there there are two parts to how to do it and in my experience I started with the first one which is habits right like just build those small habits and work through them and make those small commitments and there's a lot of theory that goes into that as well because if you don't have a a good plan, structure, accountability, all those things. And there are books on that, atomic habits, power of habit, blah, blah, blah. Understanding the bio, bio, behavioral psychology around it is super important. But then come, and that's what I did, I think 2015, 16, 17, I was just super strong on my habits. But I was missing the second part of my answer, which is the vision part, the future part, the projecting your identity part. If you don't know why you're eating that apple, why you wake up in the morning, what's the point of cutting out you know, the news or social media, or stop eating so much junk food. If you don't see yourself as a healthy person, if you don't see yourself as someone who is in control of his time, then all those small habits will, will make it even harder for you, will, will just feel like there's resistance. I am doing this because I should, mm. not because I want to, because I am, Because this is the good thing that I should be doing. I need to get done. It's like the social expectation game that we keep on playing. And once again, it comes from the outside, except uh, it uh, comes from the outside instead of coming from the inside. So where I would suggest anyone can start is sure, pick a habit, pick an action, whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. Pick 10 if you want. But if you don't attach a vision, an image, a person to yourself, you know, like in one year or in three years to have that patience, because it's not like eating an apple every day for three years. It's like being a healthy person means more than eating an apple, means a lot more, being successful, being financially free, being means a lot more than saving $100 or euro per month, you know, so... It slowly builds there and of course you know people because i heard this from my clients once again yeah but i get scared from my goals i don't know how to get there it's okay no one does but set your vision set your intention set something that you're driving towards that you're going towards and as you go your mind will start slowly figuring out new stuff and connecting those things and as you build discipline as you beautifully put with 75 hard and as I mentioned earlier when, with my personal development journey, once you see that you can do the small things, man, what else yeah. can I do? Mm. And you build that up. Yeah. So I hope this helps anyone listening, but you as well, because we were talking oh, yeah, about your habits. And I've seen you, you know, like uh, posting about it. And I was actually curious, what's your image? What's your vision? What's your, you know, three year plan or five year, whatever it is. But why are you doing what you're doing? And I, I, I wrestled with those questions for a long time with Romanian friend, for example, I knew I wanted to be, you know, like free from the rat race and to be, you know, earning a lot of money, but I didn't have a clear idea of how that would work out. And I ended up working in my business as except for right. as opposed to my business working for me. So it's just coming from my own, uh, you know, experience and reading and just understanding and playing with these notions more and more. Right. So it's, it's like an identity thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, yeah.
0: it's like, if I'm this is who I want to be, what does that person do? And then that's exactly what
1: you, right. That makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And it's, a, it's just a way to look. It's, it's a way to look into your future and pull it closer to you by by understanding it's like deconstructing, you know, like backtracking it, fine. But even if you start with the small things, when you end up in a bad place, when you feel demotivated, when you're about to quit, it's okay. Man, we're humans, right? You know, if we're going to skip an apple or if something's going to happen, it's fine. But at least get back on track, knowing why you're doing that, you know, because people lose motivation, motivation fades. It's not the basis for habits or for identity change. Motivation comes and goes. It's a feeling, but a long-term vision and a goal that gets you excited and motivated, that will keep you going. So w- this is what I would always recommend. And this is what I do with my clients. Man, it's it's cool to have habits, but if you don't know what they're serving, what they're building you into, where they're going to lead you, I guarantee in two, three months, uh, you're just going to fight yourself and going to feel bad about it. Right. And I, and I like
0: to go back with the mm-hmm. should, like, oh, I, I should do this. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I just like that, you know, mm-hmm. because now it's, it's not that I should do it. It's I'm, I am going, to, I want to do it because that's the person I want to become. So that deep, that deep-seated
1: why that purpose behind it. Oh man, that's exactly. awesome. That's really great. That's when you, d- when you start defining yourself, taking right. control of your life. And it doesn't matter if it's the right or wrong part. Cause a lot of people say, yeah, but I don't know what I want who cares it's still your life you the fact that you are deciding will already make you feel empowered right like there's no right diet there's no right way to build a business you can learn about it Mm -hmm. but at least you make a decision to start doing that and you'll figure stuff out along the way that's how our mind works and a lot of other things point in the same direction yeah I, i like that i i I've always been afraid of making mistakes. And
0: I think that's, I'm starting to learn that like, as I'm starting to run and operate my business, I'm like, cause I, like I was a beyond like honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, I was a very good student. I was like mm-hmm. straight A's, like very diligent, like never missed an assignment. Cool for you, like, yeah. Thank you. But, but what I'm, <laughs> what I was, what I'm trying to say is like, like I dreaded failure. Mm-hmm. Like when I would mm-hmm. get a, a poor grade on an exam or a test, I would, I'd be so down on myself. And so I was like afraid of that failure. Mm-hmm. And so now entering the world where mm-hmm. failure is, is it it helps you learn faster. And it's, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's a good thing when you can kind of change your perspective and change your, um, mindset. your like connection. Yeah. Mindset mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. failure. It's like, Oh, it's like, like, I, you know, I, you know, maybe it didn't go as well, but what can I learn from it? How can I improve? Like I did my first Facebook live, mm-hmm. um, in my, in my, um, Facebook group three weeks mm-hmm. ago. And mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't good. Like I, i be honest, like I look back, I would watch the whole thing. I watched all 38 minutes of it. And I'm like, wow, like there's a lot to me improve. three years ago, a lot to improve me three years ago would have been like, Oh, like you bombed that. I, I didn't <laughs> bomb it. It wasn't that bad, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't smooth. It wasn't like very well planned out. Like it was just wasn't, it wasn't. Good. But what I did is I, and this is the practical thing that, that I think mm-hmm, could help mm-hmm. people is I took out my ipad i did a t a t graph like what went well mm-hmm. what did what went well and then what can be approved and yeah i saw to, that I, you posted yeah. that on stories and mm-hmm. and, it, and it is something that i'm, I'm going to continue to do um with a bunch of different things like what what went well okay this went well and i did i out mm-hmm. all the things mm-hmm. i'm like that was good that's something i can repeat that is something that that went well but then the long list of things to improve me again me three years ago would have been like damn like yeah yeah, yeah. right but me now i'm like oh this is i can tweak that for next time (laughs) this is gonna be good you know and the second time i did it it was a lot smoother third time a lot better i'm like okay oh yeah like not that i got this but like holy smokes like i'm actually improving i'm improving and being accepting of that like oh I, i wasn't good the first time but i'm gonna do this for a couple of years i'm gonna and then that's when i'm because that's mm-hmm. the person i want to be i want to be someone that can move and impact people with my voice and my message mm-hmm. and my visuals right mm-hmm. and so that that person is going to fail is going to make mistakes along the way and to be accepting of that is something i'm proud of like i'm like that wow, was awesome like i'm glad that i put myself out there for the first time to try it so
1: So I want to congratulate you because uh, being able to withstand self-criticism is so So hard. hard. It's so hard. Self-criticism, not criticism from others because that's when our ego protects us. But us, me being able to look at my own shortcomings and failures and not get beaten down by them, not get put into a cornered into a wall, but actually improve and learn. And as you say, you know, go on that learning curve That's the most beautiful um, human experiences, because I guarantee you that now as you were describing that I saw it in your in your eyes, you were like, yeah, that first experience it was maybe I bombed it or I didn't go so well, but I had to go through it. So then I can reach my vision, my goal of impacting and all of that. So that's just something we need to go through. But people get stuck, unfortunately, on that first attempt, on that first failure, And because we don't feel okay looking at our own shortcomings, we just stop there. And yeah, I'm never going to do that again. I'm never, 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 you know, without any actual data, without any actual, okay, how can I, what can I learn from here? Because maybe Facebook lives are not your strong point, but maybe you can do a recorded session. How about that? You know, so think outside of that. But it goes back again to the being uncomfortable, having that vision, why are you doing this? And opening your mindset to something more. And that's, I think, beautiful, you know? And yeah. I, it's 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 what it is. And I really congratulate you for going through that. And being a top straight A student, I, I wasn't joking or, or you know, making fun of that. But that's that shows a lot of discipline and commitment to being the best. Of course, it comes with a price like, if I'm not the best, then I'm the worst, is right? That all or nothing. Oh, 100%. Approach? Yep. All right. So
0: brother, this is amazing. This is so this is so amazing. Um, I, I kind of want to dive into vision a little bit more, because it okay. is something that I am starting to I'm starting to try to figure out for myself, right. And, and it is something where, you know, I'm, previously I, you, you described the personal development junkie. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, that, that was me. Like I just reading everything just to read it to because it was so fascinating to me and like to mm-hmm. learn more about myself was great, but I kind of lack that action piece. But now mm-hmm. like, now that you're talking about this, it's like, okay, I'm starting to develop the habits. I'm starting to develop that identity change. Like all these things are starting to come together. Not that they're perfect. Not that they're ever will be mm-hmm. perfect, but I'm mm-hmm. learning so much. I'm, I'm improving. Um, but this vision thing that you talk about, it's kind of scary for me. Um, because I, I don't know what that looks like. It's so abstract to me. And mm-hmm. so where, where do you have like a vision for yourself? Is there something mm-hmm. that you did to kind of get there
1: or is it just be patient? It will come to you.
0: What, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, uh, it's, um, it's one of my favorite questions, actually. How do you build a vision for yourself? And I've been struggling with that for a long time up until last year, up until the, the previous, the last couple of months, to be honest. Because again, I, when I was a lawyer, I, it was okay. I had the vision, you know, like do this, do that, move up the ranks, get bigger cases, bigger clients, develop the soft skills. Then in the background I realized, man, and this is not making me happy. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a clear vision. Then Romanian friend, my entrepreneurship persona came into mind and I had a new vision. Like I want to be free. I want to be master of my own life. I want to make money. I want to work for myself. But then again, in the background, it was like, yeah, but you're working too much. When are you going to make enough money? How much is enough money? What's the next step? How do you grow this business? So again, there was some, uh, something around that. Then with the personal development, you just go deeper and deeper. You know, it's like an onion. You peel off the layers and there's more and there's more. And then again, if you look in this mental health space, self-awareness just never stops because it's just a present state. You just keep observing, you recognize more triggers, you recognize more things. So as I was reaching out to old friends or asking for help or had to admit that I didn't know things, I was discovering new things. And I was like, OK, now I need to de- deal with that crap or I need to figure out, you know, f- stuff from my childhood or stories that my past conditioned on me without me even ro- realizing. You know? So when is this going to end? And then the vision part is so difficult because it's hard for us to project into the future when we're always stuck in living in our past and use our past to determine our future. Because if you were, you know, eating uh, uh, sugar, uh, sugary uh, foods and you dressed in a certain way and your job is like this and you, you graduated whatever college, then your future will be determined by those past mistakes Whereas building a vision is very scary because you may start from that past or not. And then, of course, you're going to have the questions like, yeah, but how am I going to get there? What am I going to do? I cannot. I'm not that. It's not possible. You know, So all those excuses and fears that com- keep coming up. So I struggled a lot with all of that. And I went through some retreats, some some ceremonies, some really weird stuff, I would say, like, I, I did a lot of things on myself just to experiment and prove myself, okay, where, where does this vision build? And it all comes from a simple place. It's from the heart. We always have that vision inside. We just don't know how to connect with it. We don't know how to build it. When you're putting it out on paper, it's something different, because maybe you say what's important to you, or maybe you start with a time frame. where would you like to end up in three years, not 10 years? other people may like to think about themselves in 10 years that's okay it's it's it, we're all at different stages of our lives maybe some people are more comfortable with taking it slow step, step by step and breaking out of their comfort zone you know with small pieces for me i wanted you know like now right now i am at the one point in my life where i have a vision for my next 5 to 7 years I know exactly what I want to have, to be, to look like, to to do, to work, to money, to family, to everything. I never had that in my life, Colin. I had parts of it, small bits and pieces, but I never had it as a coherent, let's say integrated system. So it took me a long time to get here. Once again, it's like seven years, Mm -hmm. you know, the self-actualization. And one more thing, man, we are young, like. Like I said, I'm gonna be 32 this year. Like, what the hell? I'm. I still have at least <laughs> twice oh, yeah. as that to live. So come on, let's not take this too seriously. You know, I mean, we're not building a. a I want to retire. Uh, I'm not gonna write down my obituary, although that's also an interesting exercise. You know, there are meditations <laughs> yeah, on. Totally. There are meditations on death. And there are, I did some of those, you know, and uh, writing down your obituary, like, what do you want people to know you for? Mm -hmm. That's also a powerful exercise, because it brings out the key things. You know, there's that thing, like the the regrets of the dying, the seven regrets of the dying people. Mm -hmm. So not living a a life true to yourself. What does that mean? Well, just put down some ideas and see what, how they trigger you. It's not about the right or wrong. It's just test it out, put it down, and then reflect on it. Come back again in like a week, a month, a year, whatever, and see if that's it.
0: Yeah. talk. I mean, we were talking about being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I feel it. I feel some kind of resistance when I start thinking about that five years. And I don't know why. It's just, it's something where I'm like, I don't know. And I yeah. and I agree, the more I think about it, the more I think I have bits and pieces, but I don't have the full thing laid out. Mm-hmm. And so now that you're talking that it's taken you years to piece it together, I, it's, I'm it's, i like, okay, hey, like mm-hmm. you're all right. Like keep, mm-hmm. keep being- keep- keep trying, like keep thinking about it, like keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I don't have it all figured out now, but it's like, it
1: will, the pieces will come together. So yeah, that's awesome. Just be patient with it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like your journey, your style, your process, and that's fine. But just as long as you know some key things, because this is what helped me. So for example, again, from my story, I knew family was an important part for me. And I knew I wanted to appreciate my time with my family, with my parents, and be there for them to help them. So that meant being more on the freedom side and being more on, on being my the master of my own time side. Also, yeah, to enjoy things and have all of that. So that was something that was important for me. Uh, personal freedom, you know, like being the master of my own time, that's something also super important. So how can I build my life around that, right? Like the business that I'm building now with my coaching and, and what I'm trying to do is build around that idea. Of course, it doesn't mean that I want to work less. It's just that in three years... I want to be up to a point because on the contrary, now I'm working like 16, 18 hours a day because it's just for myself. So that vision part comes in bits and pieces and it's normal that it changes. But at least you know what you're doing tomorrow, next week, next month. Right. So we have that clarity. And of course, it's scary. It's uncomfortable, as you say, because what if you dream too high? What if you don't know how to do it? What if your mind is going to you know, come up with those fears and excuses? And that's fine. normal we need to go through them but then rather go through that than just react you know Uh, that's what i always say like we are constantly in in stress mode in survival and reactant mode as opposed and when are we in creating when are we in intention when are we in love in expansion you know so we have to start from somewhere and because we'd never do it people are super scared just once And I cannot tell you how many times I've asked my clients, like, where do you see yourself in in three years? Now I switch it down to one year to make it more easier. Right. But the block that I see on their faces points me to the fact that they never considered. They never stopped to consider. Because obviously, you know, people are overwhelmed. The COVID and stress and daily job and daily grind and all of that. They're just overwhelmed and stressed. They don't have time to think about these things. Cool. So that's why I'm here to ask you. And then you go and do your, your homework and you think about it.
0: I love, I love the point where you made about the reaction and we're kind of in constant stress mode. Uh, and I can feel that sometimes where I'm like, whoa, hold on, wait a sec. Like I am in reaction mode. I'm reacting to things as opposed to kind of getting ahead of it or or thinking kind of more, more macro, more long term. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, we we could talk, we could talk theory about that stuff, but I'm interested Mm -hmm. to see, like, do you ever feel like you're in that mode? And then maybe how do you kind of transition? Is there a grounding thing? I'm not even going to, is there any, what, what, what do you do? I mean, I'm sure you feel it at some point where like, oh, I'm starting to react. I'm not thinking like that. So
1: all the time. Yeah. All the time. And uh, I'm not alone then. That's good. No, 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 no. On, on the contrary, like the last couple of months. And because, like I said, last year, I, my business put down, put what got put to the ground I didn't know what I was going to do I I smoothly transitioned into coaching I started this thing like in September because until then I wasn't sure I had to deal with my own imposter syndrome and then starting the new business figuring it out okay who am I what's my message how am I going to show up how can I actually serve people because I I want to do this and I am doing this from my heart I actually care about people but then I don't want to be just the sales guy so the anxiety the fears the stress the reaction i felt it so many times over the last couple of months it's incredible but because i've had this self-awareness let's say this this ability to connect to myself through certain moments i just felt it when i was jittery when my mind started racing when i was like <laughs> you know i started doing the wrong things as opposed to what was on my priority list so Just noticing is the first place to start. And I'm so super happy to just be able to have that, right? Actually, even yesterday, I had a session with a client. I usually take like 30 minutes to prepare before I connect to myself. I do maybe some breathing techniques, some grounding. I connect to myself so I can listen to my clients, right? I'm super connected during the session. Then I go to the gym to get out of the stress. Man, at the gym, I felt completely disconnected. I was like, Mm. what am I doing here? I'm, I'm not here. My mind is somewhere else. So what I usually do is just the the basic uh, stuff. Breathing techniques are the easiest because they really connect you quick to your body. It's like when you follow your breath, you are in your body, you are present, you are here. You are not in the future anxiety or in the past, you know, thinking about ruminating. So breathing techniques are very easy. I do, I've been meditating since 2014. So for me, it's, I wouldn't say it's easy, but just a couple of mindful breaths, I can already start feeling it. Mm. I go out for a walk. I stop consuming so much. I stop listening so much. I start just exploring and observing. So when I go for a walk, I look at nature. I look at the sun. I look at the birds. I just listen intently for something like that. I try to put myself back into the present. Because when you are super stressed, actually stress is a a physical reaction in your body. So your body needs to feel safe. It needs to feel secure. So grounding exercises, breathing, and as I've said, orientation, being in nature, or doing some push-ups, going for a run instantly, you know, like releasing that stress hormone, releasing that cortisol, your fight or flight reaction. That's what we need to do. Anxiety is in the mind, right? Like racing thoughts sometimes they can come from our stress reaction because your brain doesn't know like what the hell is going on your body is in crisis mode like ding 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 and your mind is looking for causes so you'll think it's your boss it's your email it's your the news whatever but actually it's just stress in your body so anxiety can be a consequence of stress or a a mindset problem as i sometimes call it in and of its own and i'm not talking about you know severe cases but once again bringing yourself in the present helps so i don't know put a song dance to it connect to your body that's the easiest thing that i always recommend this
0: is incredible this is inc- this is definitely going to be one of these episodes that i listen to like three times and like i'm still learning things cuz he- you're you're just have so much knowledge i have one last question and this is a little selfish for myself because it is Go. something that i have been struggling with for a little bit now i'm not going to lie to you but um, what I've, what I've been trying to do and it's working a little bit, I think it's helping, but it's not, it's not, mm-hmm. I don't have it yet is, um, I, I'm very, I have high ang- ang- not anxiety levels, but just ang- like, anxious, mm-hmm. just nervous. Like it, it's stress. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm still trying to figure it out. But right before I go to bed, what I do is I map out my whole day for the next day, like everything mm-hmm. that I need to know, write down all the things that are still bothering me. Like I just try to map it all out. And then, you know, I go through this, like, I call like a tracking system where I just track, like, where's my alignment levels? Where's my happiness levels? Like Mm -hmm. one to 10. And I just, I track all these different Mm -hmm. things. So I can look over it, like on the macro, like, okay, like, you know, how, how what are the fluctuations? Like what does it look like? I've been, I like doing that, but it takes me 30 minutes to fall asleep almost every single night. And I'm sitting there like just this, I don't know if it's a anxiousness or something, but it's just, I have trouble like actually <clears> like calming myself down. I don't know if I'm like, I'm constantly thinking about like what's happening next or like future mm-hmm, or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been, i just been struggling with it. And it's something that I'm like getting used to, but that's not, I don't want to get used to being anxious before I fall asleep. So is there something, have you ever experienced that? Or have you ever had a client that maybe is feeling that
1: too? Um, I don't know, just, I'm, still struggling with it. just helping need some help thank you thank you for sharing and it would be yeah. my pleasure to help you by my answer right now and also down the line always you are doing it to yourself and you answered your question while you were telling me do you realize how
0: no because i'm still struggling like i know okay i
1: okay i, I might listen so- to this back and get it but You may, but I'm just going to say it like this. If you are taking the time before you go to sleep to plan your next day, you are telling your mind that it still has things to do. You are already thinking about all the things that you need to do the next day instead of calming down, relaxing, telling yourself, telling your mind, you did good today, you're all right. I'm not saying it's a bad habit, I'm just saying it may be an additional source for someone who is ambitious, overachiever, good straight A student like you, you are putting yourself in work mode when you should be putting yourself in relax, time to go to sleep, I've done well today mode. Anxiety is when you are racing with your thoughts, but it's not only anxiety, it's worry. Worry is what drives us forward. Stress and worry are actually good reactions. They make us take action, protect ourselves, survive and solve problems. Worry turns into anxiety when we get stuck in a loop of I'm always constantly thinking about the future and catastrophic and all those negative things. But for you, what I feel from what you're saying is that you are already planning your next to-do list after just finishing your today's list and be instead of having that break to get some rest, man, and mark your accomplishments, mark your achievements, mark your progress for the day. Of course, have your, you know, for your productivity, plan your next day differently maybe, maybe earlier, maybe at seven. That's what I was going to say, I'll do maybe. it when I finish work exactly when i wrap up at
0: 6 30 i'll do it then as
1: opposed to as opposed to 10 exactly because if what you are what you are putting into your mind just before you go to sleep is what your mind will think about (sighs) is what you will ruminate on because you we don't understand yet how powerful our subconscious mind is we know some things there are people who wrote great books about it you know i can I highly recommend Joseph Murphy's Power of Your Subconscious Mind. He's one of the originals, wrote that book in 1960, free or something. But the thing that you are putting your mind to sleep, thinking about, I need to do this, I need to put an email, I need to take the laundry, the whatever, you know, the go shopping and what about this? Well, you are not relaxing. No. Mm. As opposed to try maybe a guided meditation, do some breathing exercises, Read something fiction, not nonfiction where I need to be super highly alert to capture the information or better yet, don't do anything, man. Give your brain some rest because I bet you're working your ass off every single day along a lot of long hours. So you need some time to disconnect. Mm. And that means not doing anything with your brain, not consuming Netflix, not thinking about something else, not talking about what. Well, just relax, be bored.
0: That's it. I mean, I, I the, you, that's spot on. I think, cause I do, I do it right before I go to bed. I'm like sitting in my chair, like mapping everything out. I'm like, okay, I'm good to go. Like I'm, I'm, I'm clear on what I need to do tomorrow. Let me go to bed. And like, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a, such a simple shift. I also just want to say, well, I want to say thank you mm-hmm. so much for, for coming on today, but I'm in a pursuit of mastery. That is like the number one thing that I tell myself. It's like, I'm in the pursuit of mastery. What does that mean? It means like taking action. It means taking risks. It means like all these different things, right? Um, you know, getting uncomfortable, like trying things like failing, like all this stuff. That's the, the pursuit of mastery that I'm on. But to for me to like admit those kinds of things and like acknowledge it, especially in, to my whole audience right now, right? Like mm-hmm. never done that before but it's, it feels so right because now it's like, okay, Hey, let's, let's like, I'm struggling with this, but there, mm-hmm. there is something like more self-awareness. Like now I'm like, Oh, that makes total sense. When I do it at ten thirty of course, from 10 30 to 11, 15, I'm wide awake because like I'm, I'm in, I'm in to do mode. Can't it makes total sense. It makes total course. sense. So I'll just do it when I finish work at six, six 37, whatever it is. And then I'm, it's it's done it's there now i had time to relax and ground myself and reset yeah man wow thank you and you're right with the books like i will read at night as well but nonfiction, like books like that Mm -hmm. will have my brain start thinking and processing and then i'm like okay i'm done reading i'm gonna go to bed no and because then i'm thinking about all the stuff i just read. you know
1: yeah you need to live i know you need to relax I'm just doing obsessed. The, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I know. But yeah, there's but also... You're, right. you're, you're spot You know, on. There's, there's seasons for that. And obviously, you are in, in, in a high performance season right now. And that's great. You know, like sometimes we do more. And look, I'm also overachiever, overworking, putting a lot of things on myself. But those small breaks, the 20%, you know Pareto's principle. Yeah. The 20% of relaxation that you give yourself will make up for the 80% of your well-being. So, take care of that cuz that's what's more important. And I'm not you already said it. Do it at 637. Do some things that actually tweak it, you know? But this is goes back to that in, uncomfortable resistance part, you know, cuz maybe your brain is going to feel like your mind, I don't know, what did I do today? Fine, do your review, but protect your mental health, protect your wellness protect your sleep because you're going to be doing this in one year in three years as well you don't want to be burnt out and lose motivation and that's what happens is
0: yeah
1: that's the obviously always happens right um you know before we started i told you but in 2019 i met uh, um, a guy who ultimately then became my coach and my mentor my second because i've had several coaches myself um and uh, I was telling him, you know, like, I am so upset with, with the world, with people, with being zombies and just consuming and destroying and living in comfort and the rat race and then being unhappy, but being afraid to look at it. So I, I had this, I, would, I, would, I don't want to describe it in bad terms, you know, but I really saw that as a people. And here in Europe, unfortunately, it's just people just mind their business. It's just their bubble, their circle. That's it. You know, even though the lifestyle is the same as in the US, you know, you will go up, wake up, go to work or, you know, move to your living room, go to work, consume things, Netflix in the evening, go to bed, re-eat, sleep, repeat. Right. And for me, it felt I was so passionate about that. And I was so upset about that. And he told me, you know, you, you need to fix this if you want to fix yourself. So for me, what I'm trying to do now, and this is why the alignment that I feel with my with what I'm trying to do and my coaching and everything. And for this conversation is just openly just giving my best sharing and trying to help. You know, it's it's really for me, it's not about impressing or, you know, but if I can make a difference for you in this conversation, even if it was recorded or not, I still would have told you the same things. And that's, uh, that's just a higher level of satisfaction and gratitude that I have and that I get from my job. Just as if from a Romanian friend, when I would get emails from people telling me, thanks, I had the best honey jar. I tasted tomatoes. I didn't even know how tomatoes tasted like because I sent them to, to a, a, an old lady that still um, has tomatoes from her gardens. You know, it has the same satisfaction. So I'm happy. I'm really happy. And I'm happy that you were, uh, you know, you set this thing up. And obviously happy that you got some value out of it personally. Yeah, as this well. has been
0: amazing. I think we got a good friendship, a, a start of a good friendship. I really, I really do. You're really, you're fascinating. You're just, you're spot Absolutely. on with a lot of your analysis and all the learning that you've done. So, I mean, just, I just want to say thank you again. Um, is there, is there a book or a resource or something that has changed your mindset or changed your perspective on things or something that has changed your life? Is there anything that my community might need to get their hands on to to help them mm, on this journey. well that's, uh, that's a that's a huge question
1: <laughs> well yeah but um you know i i, I got this several times and uh, there are always it's always the same things that pop to mind because i i was hugely influenced by um joseph campbell's power of myth and there's a documentary uh, it's actually by pbs from 1987 or something it's like an interview with him and uh, that just looking at that, I, I look at that every two years or so because there's so much in there for, for, for the journey of an individual to self actualization. Um, Taleb's work, anything, I mean, Nassim Taleb is one of my favorites. And then I would also add uh, Jiddu Krishnamurti. He may be lesser known, but he is, um, I, I would say, a, 19, a 20th century old school guru but one of the originals and his messages are maybe more at the at the uh, intersection of spirituality consciousness psychology and social psychology and just reading some of his books and he has a lot of uh, youtube talks recorded and just l- just listening to the clarity of his questions made me ask better questions about myself and it's just one of those things that you cannot process, you know, like reading Talib's book. I read it in one go. You come back to it. And they have just had a huge influence on my life. So that's what I would recommend.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and the quality of the questions reflects the quality of the answers as well. So like the better questions we can ask,
1: the more, yeah, Absolutely. that's awesome. That's Absolutely. really, really cool. I've, yeah, been mean, I, this, uh, yeah. I've been asking myself these questions for a long time. So I've always been looking for higher and more powerful and more deeper questions, but it's not that question. It's also the context and the, 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 how do you, how, how your answer changes over time. So that, that was for me.
0: That's awesome. Marius. you're, you're the man. This has been amazing. Is there, uh, where, where, where can my community go to
1: find you, to learn more about you, to get into your world because they need to. Thank you. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sharing on, on my Instagram, uh, everything that I know from my Personal life and trying to just spread the light. uh, It's a hi, Marius, like hi, hello, whatever. But um, hi, Marius. I'm there. Um, I'm also on uh, Facebook, but not as uh, much active. And my website, hi, Marius.com. And um, yeah, I'm also on LinkedIn for uh, the professional people. Uh, I also share there, but content maybe more on the professional side for work related stuff. But I'm generally just happy to connect with people because I'm just trying to put out as much as I can. Marius, I just
0: want to say thank you again for everything that you've shared with us. Um, It's been absolutely incredible. And to my community, I would highly recommend following and just getting into Marius' world, as well as re-listening to this entire episode again, um, because there are so many golden nuggets and questions and things to think about that I really do think could completely shift the way you are thinking about in terms of vision and habits and identity. It's just, there's a lot of amazing things that we we talked about today. So Marius, I just want to say thank you again. This has been absolutely incredible.